show was on Ben on Vana. Hello. Hello. Can you uh, hear my neighbors? Uh, like vacuuming upstairs. Very slightly. If you if you don't mention that, then I would I would okay. I wouldn't know. Also, I can I can just add some music in the background. Ooh, okay, that'd be good. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because they literally they're just so loud. They're just always vacuuming and vacuuming and cleaning and oh, they just had to they just had to do it now. But um, they'll they'll probably stop soon and it'll be fine. Okay, well I'm all ready. I can we'll take a pause and then I can start the intro. Yes. Okay. Fab. Hello everyone. Welcome to Embodied Wellness with your hosts, me Marjorie and Milena. Today we're going to be talking about dreams, um, which is kind of, especially if you live in the Northern Hemisphere, it does kind of feel like the perfect time to be talking about dreams since we're coming up to Samhain, the pagan cross-quarter festival. Um, it's a festival in which the veil between the spirit world and our own physical world is supposedly at its thinnest. So I think everyone can kind of agree that dreams have been pretty wild, especially for the last few months, given everything. But um, it feels like even more recently, I'm seeing a lot of people posting on Uh, social media and just in talking to my friends and our friends in general um, we just kind of realized that a lot of people have been thinking about their dreams or dreaming more frequently or having dreams that were kind of stirring up some intense emotions so today we're going to talk about a number of things related to dreams Uh, we're going to just talk about what are dreams mostly from a Jungian perspective Um, We're going to talk about why do we dream and why do we dream what we dream. So we're going to go into a little bit of the content of our dreams and do a little bit of interpreting as well. So since Milena is kind of the resident psychological expert, (laughs) she has been doing... Hello. (laughs) I was just long-winded talking through everything. Um... Don't don't you even worry. I love listening to your intros. Yes. Um, But you've been doing so much good research and looking into this topic. And I feel like you came up with or you were able to uncover a lot of really cool things that I I didn't even anticipate. Um, So if you want to just kind of get into, we could start with what are dreams? Uh, Yes, for sure. Um, I I, I most say that it was maybe accidental that I came to be in this position where I'm like oh I want to I want to understand my dreams just because of some things that I was studying and and then I got very into like Carl Jung's theory um if you don't know who he is he's a psychologist um I am really not sure right now if he was from Australia or Switzerland I think it was Switzerland um, 
but so yeah we'll, he started we'll fact at, check it after we'll figure we'll it out. fact check it exactly <laughs> exactly i don't think it matters too much i think he was he's from europe <laughs> he's from europe he's from europe it's fine <laughs> <laughs> totally um and yeah i i saw some of his research on dreaming and i i got caught up totally i was like hmm i just i i always thought that dreams has no meaning that there's really no importance on dreaming at all and that you i just don't need to pay attention to that because it is not important and then what i realized was that it is everything it is just everything um if you want to understand your um your your subconscious mind and it's like a, it's like a i don't want to say it's like an easy access but it's probably if you if you if you start uh, paying attention to it then i'm sure you can get a lot of good insights on what's going on inside of your mind uh so being that said uh dreams are impartial uh spontaneous products of our unconscious psyche um outside the control of our will so they are pure nature they show us the unvarnished natural truth um are therefore fitted as nothing else is to give us back an attitude that accords with our basic human nature when our conscious has strayed too far from its foundations and run into impasse this is one of his um like quotes on dreaming Um so he basically saw the mind body feelings on what he called the psyche and as all working together so even negative symptoms could be potentially helpful in drawing attention to an imbalance so for example depression could result from an individual suppressing particular feelings or not following a path that is natural and true to their particular personality So in this way he saw that the psyche as a self-regulating system with all psychic contents thoughts feelings dreams intuitions etc having a purpose he thought the psyche was purposive um so for him dreaming was very valuable 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 oh my god valuable <laughs> Yeah, I got it. You got it. Valuable. <laughs> um because it shows us important things to to our to ourselves. Um it it could be seen as a way of knowing what's really going on. And he basically have had to uh study symbolisms a lot like throughout history. He has to really uncover old books of alchemy he he was actually very into alchemy um and he was very criticized for that like the the psychologist um people were kind of mad at him because they thought he was going crazy and like he was just like falling out of psychology for paying attention to these things mm. yeah and and i get it like i i i can see why it was the early stages of psychology um i mean i think that 
but still very true today that I think is still kind of the knee jerk reaction, especially because there isn't enough good measured like scientific data on dreams. I think most people who are in science do kind of hold this perspective that um, dreams, because we haven't been able to prove otherwise, are somewhat like meaningless and random. Um and I think a lot of people, including myself and like what you were saying, I think we we kind of feel that way just in general until we really kind of pause and then take a closer look and then get into the philosophy of like psychologists like Carl Jung. Um, and then it kind of allows us to delve deeper. And I think um, one of the things I really got excited about when you were telling me is like the content of dreams. Like why do we dream what we dream and how that relates to like our our personal mythology historically like how that changes over time and then mm. like our inherited psyche so I'll, I'll leave it there and let you kind of get into that because I thought that <laughs> yeah. was so cool that I, I was actually going to move forward to the to the symbols mm. um and if dreams are sometimes difficult to comprehend it is because we need to understand that dreams express themselves through the use of symbols. Um, and Jung growth, a symbol is the best possible formulation of a relative unknown psychic content. <laughs> and that's, I know that that can sound um, maybe not clear enough, but I, I came to understand this when I started to pay attention to my dreams and seeing that for example, dreaming that Melania Trump was a was a spy, mm -hmm. um, I, I kind of like started to grow down these things and be more self aware on um, this thing that you that that he also talks about about our mythology, and so for him, mythology is something cultural that changes throughout time, and but we don't. It's not only um like close to what culturally is happening around you so that's what you dream so we also inherit um like old symbolisms from older cultures from ancient cultures because the psyche it's not that like we don't we're not born on a tabula rasa for him we we inherit uh, like a bunch of information from the collective unconscious um, which is like an inherent, like an inherent nature that we that we that that it's passed through generations basically, and you can you can maybe have a sense of it when you get in tune with your intuition. So how your intuition knows things that your conscious mind it's not even aware yet. Um, so for example, a, an example of this symbolisms can be dreaming with mandalas. Um, like dreaming with, um, I mean, there, there are even dreams that are very religious that you dream with the early stages or the early symbolisms of uh, a particular religion. Or like, for example, when I when I told you that I the first time that I was able to read on a dream was an Hebrew was a Hebrew word that I have no idea and I had no option to be close to like I live very far away from from any culture that can be close to Hebrew mm -hmm. and 
um, I found out that I, this work that I was reading in this dream, it, it was even a, a, like an ancient, um, an ancient word used to refer to knowledge um, or, yeah, it, it, what it really means is knowledge. And I had to, I, I spent like four years figuring out what, what was the word about because I Googled it many times and I was not finding it. And when I found it was on a documentary, uh, a Kabbalah documentary where they were using like old, old words that are, are not used anymore in Hebrew uh, language. And they, they, he was referring to, to the Kabbalah. So, and when I, when I had that realization, everything makes sense because at that time when I, when I dreamt about it, I was in a knowledge kind of way. Like I was on my way to, um, to starting, starting to study a lot of things. I myself was asking, like I was, I was feeling a drive to learn and to get to know more things about myself, about psychology. Like I was asking myself for knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, and then that, that, I mean, obviously it has a, a really deep meaning for, for me, but I, it took me years to realize that. Yeah. I just think, I thought that story was so, so cool that there is this inherited consciousness, that there's these ancient lines that kind of run through all of us and uh, sometimes more than sometimes make themselves known through the language of our dreams. And I thought that was so cool when you told me about the Kabbalah word. Um, I think it was, was it Bina for knowledge? Yeah. 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 Um, So it made me a lot more aware now in my own dreams about like, if I'm reading anything or if I'm having a conversation, I haven't read anything yet, but definitely paying more attention now to the conversations that I'm having and yeah, just to um, some of those more common archetypes that we've been discussing. Could you also just, oh, you probably have more things to say, but I just. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. I I wanted to say that even like, it's not that easy. It's not that easy to just be like, okay, I'm just going to, I know. And I know it's not easy just to, to try to, uh, to remember a dream and have details about it and then trying to understand the symbolism because sometimes they make absolutely no sense at all. Mm-hmm. Like you could be, you could be, and I, this has happened to me. I, I've dreamed that I was being chased by um, some kind of animal that was half tiger and like half shark. <laughs> it was, so I know those things apparently make no sense, but these are like we can call it motif we can call it it's like so uh there are numbers of symbols in 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 people's dreams a river you crossing a river a crab a food um another another and it's pretty common to to dream with this like half animal like half other animal or like like even just dreaming with animals has um like a meaning based on Cartesian theory. So like it represents our uh, most uh, like instinctive self. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so you have to pay attention not to the image that you're having about these animals, but about what's going on in the dream with the animal. If if this animal is chasing you, if it's your friend, um, if if you are above this animal, or if the animal it's on it's on the water, or maybe it's flying, you have to pay attention to those to to those things, uh, not to the half animal. Um, whatever, because mo most of the things won't make sense if you try to think in a common way. Um, it's and, and, and even he, um, and it says so. So difficult it is to understand a dream that that for a long time I have made it a rule when someone tells me a dream and asks for my opinion to say first of all to myself. I have no idea what these dreams means. After that, I can begin to examine the dream <laughs> because you you first need to start for the fact that it's not easy to understand a dream. There are tons of symbolism that are it's not easy to get to understand. And you can just uh, maybe use cartoon um, art articles about dreaming and about like this motifs. Uh, like dreaming with animals or dreaming with airplanes or like dreaming that you are drowning on water. You have to pay attention, for example, where is where is this happening? Where are you drowning? On a river? Uh, is, is the water clear or on calm or is it is it turby or um, is there a hurricane? Mm -hmm. um, so you have to pay attention to those things and they all talk about emotions. So, for example, water is always related to emotions and the subconscious mind. So you also, and even if that this is too hard for you, just paying attention with the feelings that you wake up tells you things. Maybe you were feeling afraid in a dreaming. What were you afraid of? Maybe you're feeling confused. What are you confused about? Um, I think that that's that's also a way on starting to. Um, be self-aware of the content of our dreams because they are full, they are filled uh, with emotions. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love thinking about the idea that kind of when we're sleeping, our subconscious brain is turning things over and over again and kind of what you wake up with, like that overall feeling from a dream is like your subconscious kind of making its way to the surface. And it's just like this little, this layer that is usually so hard to access in other means, like in your day-to-day -day life with all of your distractions, but like right in that moment of like subconscious coming back into consciousness, you can actually start to feel into, ooh, what was that feeling that I woke up with? That's a good and start, his, yeah. Exactly. He called that compensation. That's the term that he used. Like it's a way that your subconscious self compensates the things that you repress, suppress, ignore, uh, but they are, they are still inside. And, and you, need to, you need to lift them. You, you need to recognize them because they are part of you. So what your subconscious mind does is just project them on your dreams. Mm -hmm. um, so there, there, there can be people that can say, oh, but sometimes I dream um, like something that's going to happen in the future and then boom, it happened. Um, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily magical. 
more so it's your own inner wisdom and intuition actually being able and capable of figuring things out before they happen. Mm -hmm. You're kind of creating that your subconscious is showing you what your emotional state is going to create in the future. Yes, because you do have wisdom. Mm -hmm. You do have an inner wisdom that can guide you. But we're usually not in tune or kind of disconnected from mm -hmm. it. Well, all of that is so, so good. I feel like I could talk about all the different archetypes and meanings for hours. But we do have yes. some. Um, we want to kind of delve into uh, our own dream interpretations. And then we actually have a couple dreams that were sent in by other people who we're going to interpret. So that's exciting. So I think we'll take a quick break there. Uh, leave everybody a moment to just uh, sort of filter through all of that info. And um, when we come back, we'll actually show or demonstrate kind of dream interpretation in action. Yes. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Embodied Wellness. Today, we are discussing dreams, the interpretation of dreams, what they are. And we're just about to dive into um, our own dream interpretations from some of our most common dreams, as well as a few of your dreams that you so lovingly sent in to us. Um, so one of the things we were talking about is just a good way to start thinking about your dreams is not only noticing just those underlying feelings or not not even so underlying but the feelings that you wake up with um, when you come out of a dream initially but also just start to look back and think about what are some of your common dreams like what are some of your reoccurring dreams I think even if you haven't had uh if you even if you can't really remember your dreams recently or if your dreams just kind of seem like a big pile of mush recently um sometimes it helps to to kind of comb back and think okay what were what were some under what were some common themes or some similar archetypes and similar animals that have been pervading in your dreams so we when we were planning this episode we were chatting a little bit about some of our dreams that we were having and we kind of realized we both have dreams about certain types of animals more often than not which I think as you were telling me Milena is is very common especially for women is that right yes yes I yeah mean, yeah yeah apparently <laughs> <laughs> do we want to yeah I wouldn't know otherwise <laughs> do we want to start with uh, your dreams and just kind of what you've seen in your dreams what common animals appear right well I think that that has also been changing throughout time yeah I think a few years ago I used to dream a lot with this half tiger half shark um, or just half tiger half lion or like just a shark coming out <laughs> of the sand just mm -hmm. kind of like random things like that. I don't dream with that anymore. It hasn't happened anymore. Now I'm um, I'm currently dreaming with a, a grizzly bear. Um, 
and I, I was thrilled. I was actually, it was actually one of the first dreams uh, that got me very thrilled on what were my dreams trying to tell me. I was like, why is there a grizzly bear on my dream? Uh, <laughs> like, why just out of nowhere. Here? <laughs> why are you here? I don't live close to grizzly bears. I've right. never seen a grizzly bear. I'm not even... I'm like you know there are some people that say oh I, I, I see myself as this animal I don't see myself as a bear so mm-hmm. it just it just doesn't make sense to me yeah and I started to search on does a bear mean uh, on the union theory uh, and his archetypes and symbolisms um, so and mostly animals represent some conscious parts of ourselves like things that we negate that we negate or that that you're not aware of or that you cannot be aware of because it would be too painful for you to accept that you are this or um not because it's dangerous but more so because of the meaning the meaning that you give to it so for example being a possessive person for you Uh, it can be something that you don't want to be that you don't want to um, be aware of because that would mean that you have something bad and so the value that you put on it if it's good or bad makes it like it gives it gives a meaning Mm. Um, so in what context are you seeing the bear what kind of like in what setting or what context were you seeing the bear so I remember the first time I saw it, I was like just in a modern neighborhood. Um, and I was, I was crossing the street and then this bear came out of nowhere and, and we, he was trying to chase me. He started chasing me and I got into a random house, into someone else's house and I locked myself in that house. And I locked the door before he could, before he could get me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "There's a bear outside trying to chase me!" Ah, but he was only chasing me. He was not chasing anybody else. Uh, no, that's always how it goes, right? Everybody in the dream is just like very blasé. At least <laughs> in my dreams, usually everybody else is just kind of like, "What? Nothing bad is happening," while something terrible is happening. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then the second time that I saw it was a couple of days ago um i was i need to laugh about this i was i was uh heading into the um the russian president putin uh house his mansion like i was opening the door apparently i was invited there to play music Mm. and yeah I was invited there to play music and I was coming over with my friends and with this bear that this time was my friend he was he was he entered for the first time to the mansion like mm, I'm a grizzly bear I'm 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 going into Putin's mansion and he's gonna love me um and so and 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 I was very comfortable with the bear I was very comfortable was like yeah you go in front you you lead the way um and when i started to research about it everything makes sense the bear uh represents um a possessive nature 
um, because it also represents motherhood, like um, um, bears tend to protect. And it's also, it's like, it was, it represents, this bear was representing my inner ability to protect myself when I need it. Um, and it also, it also represents my, which I can say I was repressing that part of myself. I was, I didn't want to, I didn't want to see that I was a possessive person. Um, maybe because I was um, trying to not recognize myself as a possessive person, I still was possessive, but kind of trying to hide it so mm -hmm. I didn't want to see people that I was possessive mm -hmm. I, because I didn't even wanted to see me being possessive because I know that's bad right yeah that's a, that that's why I said that at the beginning um, like it's it's more so the meaning that you put into this into this parts of yourself that are uh, um, we can say away from your conscious mind And if you put a, a, a meaning that it's not acceptable socially or even just for you, it's just gonna stay on your on your recognize them until you recognize mm -hmm. that you are that way. So mm -hmm. um, just to kind of like recap um, what this bear dreaming means to me um, for the way I see it, can be that and it, that's also true I I recognize now that I have that tendency to be possessive to be very protective with myself when I feel in danger so I something I didn't mention in this was that this both situations happened when I was starting like a romantic connection with someone and the first time I, I was actually being Uh, kind of very not kind of I was being very very protective with myself because I was not sure about the person and I I guess that was like my inner self also um, like trying to protect me like like make me recognize that I was feeling in danger like literally And I, I, like, consciously, I didn't want to recognize that I was feeling threatened because I was not, because our feelings or my feelings for this person um, were uh, in some position where they can be hurt or I can be hurt. Um, so I think that was a way in which my subconscious was making me realize that I had that feeling inside because I didn't want to recognize it. And then this time, um, where the bear was my friend, it's because I recognize that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're able because to I'm. You're what? able to name it and be like honest and vulnerable about it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So cool. Like, and so what? I know you also had yeah, some so, like, meaningful dreams. So when I was thinking about it in terms of um, the animal archetypes, it took me a minute to really think about uh, what animals I see more frequently. Um, and I kind of see two, but I think I'll, I'll focus more on the second one. So the first one that I see a lot is, 
I see a lot of crabs, um, just kind of like in spaces where they're not supposed to be, like kind of climbing up walls and like all over a garden. And, and it's one of those things where everybody else is like behaving very normally, even though there's crabs everywhere and I'm freaking out about it and nobody else cares. <laughs> so there's that. But uh, the one that we discussed more fully, I think, was... Uh, these big sea creatures it's kind of hard to identify what they are I think it's kind of like what you were saying they're these like almost a half they almost feel like they're half shark or half whale like they feel simultaneously like they could be very peaceful or very dangerous and a lot of the time when I see them in dreams they're kind of lurking just underneath the surface in like waters that I'm meant to be swimming in and that that made me think when you were speaking earlier about what color is the water? Is it really dark? Can you see the bottom? Um, the interesting thing that usually happens is that the water's kind of illuminated. Uh, it's almost like like glowing uh, from the inside. So I can see all of the creatures underneath, which almost makes it scarier. Like you almost wish you just didn't know because you don't know if they're going to come right. out or come out on land. Um, I'm still kind of playing with the interpretation of this just because I've, I'm so new at this, but we were talking about that. You were telling me how the whale archetype literally means it is kind of the archetype for your subconscious for that, that deeper knowing those deeper emotional states that, uh, like deep inner wisdom. Um, and the fact that it's kind of lurking just beneath the surface, it's like desperate to it's it's desperate to come out like it's something that I need to to overcome or to know. Um, and the fact that I'm still really scared by it, I feel I feel has a lot to do with the work I still need to do in terms of like my shadow self. Right. Right. I, I remember when we were when we were talking about your dream. Um, we we were researching at the at the same time we were talking about it and um, so yeah like 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 I said uh, earlier the water it's usually representing our emotions and like deep sea creatures represents your the deeper side of yourself and I think the important um, Uh, the important thing to pay attention to will be what are you feeling when you're experiencing this. And so you said seeing all these creatures from the surface, from a clear water, feels scary because I don't know what they're going to do to me. And I think that could be a way in which you are not as unconscious about the things that um, you maybe have been Uh, completely unaware of you know parts of yourself that you just haven't been conscious about it you haven't really recognized them yet you haven't put a name on it um, and because you don't know what are those things clearly or, or what can happen if you actually recognize those things uh, it makes you feel scary um, because because you can kind of see it Right, you can kind of see their nature. You know they can be wild, so you know they can they can attack. They they can be dangerous or not. And I think for the fact that you feeling scary, 
about it uh, can represent just like a way of you being scared of deeper side of yourself that you are I wouldn't say completely unconscious but maybe that you have it you have you have it around but you haven't really put like um a name on on the emotion like for example me recognizing that I I I was being possessive um if that makes sense Yeah, I think you are absolutely right when it comes to that interpretation that there's a lot of pieces of myself that I'm still I'm still learning about that I haven't uncovered yet, which is one of the main reasons why um I decided to do some therapy this year and because I know there are things that are lurking under the surface that I can't quite I don't have the vocabulary or the skill yet to to name it and I feel like I definitely needed the help of somebody else. Um I also just wanted to just throw it out there that you are so good at interpreting these things and you are such an awesome therapist. So anybody who's listening if you need a therapist, Milena is available and she is amazing and I would u- use you myself if it wasn't for the fact that we're good friends and that would probably not work out. <laughs> right. right. You're so lovely. Well, should we uh try interpreting some friends dreams? Yes, of course, please. All right, perfect. I'm going to read you the first one. Um right. so these are dreams that we've sort of discussed already, but potentially uh some extra things are going to come up in this second read through. So, uh one of our listeners sent in a dream. Uh they were saying that they've been having really intense dreams recently. Uh the dream itself they say I keep having a massive snake under my bed and then I scramble to save my bunnies from it and then lots of little snakes start pouring in through the windows. Oh, I I think I remember that one. Mhm. That was yeah, it that sounds very intense. Yes. Yeah, very very intense, very scary. Um I remember one of the things you were saying to me when we were discussing like the archetype of the snake cuz the snake can mean many different things. Um okay. and the fact that I know this person kind of helped us interpret what this could mean. Um and you said that the snake has uh can have a lot to do with like health, um medicine. Yes, like it's it's a symbol used using in very different in very different ways it's also um for example the the last time i dreamt with a snake it meant more like a healing uh situation that i was going through it was mirroring a healing uh yeah a healing me healing something mm-hmm. yeah uh, So I I am trying to pick up other meanings. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this is definitely as you were saying this is the the context is so important and the fact that this is very intense, it's scary, there's a lot of chaos that's happening. There's like the the hidden maybe even an illness, like the hidden illness that's underneath the bed. um and then there's the extra chaos and the extra um 
like the addition of all of those little snakes just like pouring in through the windows of this person's home um almost like a, like there's an overgrowth of something or there's like something something either in the body or in the mind that is kind of overtaking things um and needs to be like expelled in some way whether it's like parasitic or bacteria or um something related to digestion some in, which which is also can which can also uh be a healing process that you need to go through I mean, yes not so necessarily true. only emotional but also but it can also be like a physical things and it's it's really common it's really common to dream with snakes um mm-hmm. and it's it, as represented by a therapeutic symbol um and it, i mean it, it's it, it's actually what the symbolism means means um and i i can read it right now mm-hmm. and so yeah the snake uh, as represented by the therapeutic symbol of the roman god of medicine Asclepius which has survived to modern times as a sign of medical profession. This was originally a non-poisonous tree snake. Um, I mean, seeing the the symbolism that we use on on like help that are like two snakes uh, rolling over a stick or something like that. I don't know how to explain. Yeah, I think we've, we've all seen that, hopefully. Yeah. 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 Um so it can it can it's it's a process and it can include like the lowest instinctual elements of the human psyche, uh leading to very highest elements. So it it really the person it's has to be involved in the interpretation also because mm-hmm. you need to identify what is going on in your life, like what do you need to heal right now. And pay attention to that to try to give it some meaning, and and it would be easier for this person if, um, I thinking on this and and this is and on on what we mentioned about snakes seen in your life, like what do you need to heal? What maybe maybe there's something physically, like maybe something in your health is going bad. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's something emotionally too. It can it can also be that. And yeah, paying attention to what do you feel in the dream? Do you feel scared? I didn't feel. I was kind of scared in the dream when I felt it, when I when I had it, but then like I released the fear pretty fast, and I I I get rid of the snake very easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's good. Um, so yeah, so lots of things with snakes, with health, emotional, physical, a release of something, healing of something, something coming into your internal environment, your home, um, and yeah, definitely sending sending you a message in that regard. I have the second uh, dream here, which I'll just read now. Um, so this one is from another listener. They said. I just had a dream last night where people I knew kept coming over unexpectedly to stay the night and I had to find beds for all of them and they were making a mess everywhere and a kid broke my phone, but eventually we found somewhere for all of them to sleep and that felt good, but it was mostly stressful. I like that. that. I like that they included the emotion that was being felt with that. That's good. 
Right. It, it, that, that's why it's so important to have like all, the whole picture and, and do the interpretation along with the person who had it. Which mm-hmm. dream mm-hmm. So I remember this dream and like my first thought was, well, she is carrying a lot right now. That's mm-hmm. the first thing that I thought, like this person, I, which I think is women, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think she is um, maybe feeling some responsibilities as a burden, um, but you still have to do them because, because I mean, taking the worth uh, that you, ha- you are having friends coming in, like, they're not unknown people. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're feeling some responsibility with people close to you, and so you cannot you haven't put a boundary because you don't want to uh, make them feel bad or maybe because you feel that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And, but in, internally you're like, this is too much. Yeah. Just, it's just bothering me mm-hmm. and it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to be bothered by that. Yeah. So do you think this could be an inter like a subconscious message around boundary setting, even if it means setting boundaries yeah. with people that you love and care about? Even setting boundaries for yourself. Mm-hmm. What can you really take? Like know and recognize when you are exhausted and when you need a break. Yeah. And people need to understand that. We all need breaks. Amazing. I also or- I also know this person and I feel like that's pretty spot on. I think she'll appreciate hearing that. Definitely. I I hope I hope it's helpful. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the time, so so again, for instance, like we have two dreams where it just sounds kind of like random energy. Like we can get a sense for intense chaotic energy, but yeah, just in taking that little extra bit to really think about what the emotion is, what the context is how it can kind of how everything is actually just a mirror to the internal world. Um, I love how you're able to interpret both of these really, really well. Honestly, I think the more, the more that we receive dreams like this, the more um, we can even like make more episodes or get better into this because obviously uh, I'm not like a super professional dreamer interpreter. <laughs> interpreter, but she's getting um, there. You're getting, <laughs> but I'm getting. There. Yeah, but but the more, yeah, like the more, the more we practice, the more we see what do other people dreams. Uh, I think it's it's all. I think we can take the best out of it because we all have pretty similar dreams. I mean, like I said, I've dreamed with snakes, mm-hmm. um, and and it it meant some healing that process that I was going through. So there's definitely the same kind of energy being sent out to my, my conscious mind, right. To my, to, to, to my psyche, basically to the content that I reproduce when I'm sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there we can kind of wrap up with a few ideas and tips that we had as well. Like one that you were just touching on is just this idea that, the more conversations that we or that you start to have around your dreams, the easier it's going to be to start making these interpretations, making those connections. Um, Just start asking other people in your life more often about their dreams. Um, We, I think that's a really great anecdote, especially if you're someone who says like, I don't dream. I don't remember any of my dreams. 
just start making it a part of your conscious waking life that it is something at the forefront of your mind. Um, and I think that can have a pretty big impact, even in just remembering like 10, 5, 10, 5% of your dream. That's really all you need. Yes. And I, I usually ask everyone I know about their dreams. What usually happens is that people say, I don't remember my dreams. I don't dream. I don't dream. And I'm like, yes, you dream. We all dream. You just don't remember. <laughs> we all dream. Just be aware that be self-aware that you do dream. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't, don't also negate the fact that you dream yeah. because that's worst. Um, so you just having that in mind. And I think the more you have it in mind, the more you have a present, then the more likely you're going to remember them. Even if it's just a small, like a small scene, a small action, mm -hmm. maybe you just remember an image, maybe you just remember the animal, or maybe, maybe you just have the emotion and that's enough. You just need to be self-aware. What am I feeling when I wake up? Exactly, because that 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 thing you're feeling when you wake up, it's a, a result of what you were dreaming. Mm -hmm. So true. Well, hopefully, we've given you all some tools, some interpretations, some potential archetypes to get started with your own dream interpretations. And feel free to keep sending us in your dreams. Um, I find it really fun to to interpret these, and already I feel like. Uh, even with just our own dreams and also the two that we discussed today, I feel like there's already some some healing and definitely some psychological value that we were able to to put to each dream. So please keep sending in your dreams. Yeah, and also I think one good thing for the rest of the people that maybe they have some sense of, or maybe maybe you can remember a dream out of nowhere because that also happens a lot of people it's like no i don't dream and then 10 days later they're like i had the craziest dream when when you when you have those moments take a pen and a piece of paper and write it mm -hmm. down so just just to have it there just so you know you can access that and and at some point you can have the click yes you can be like oh this is what it means yeah Yeah, or just send us the dream <laughs> <laughs> for sure yes please um well this was a really fun episode i really enjoyed chatting about dreams and what they mean and i'm definitely going to pay way more attention now even more so when i wake up in the morning and also ask in asking other people about their dreams so I think that's all for this week's episode or this month's episode. I think realistically, we're probably just going to drop an episode a month um, because we have because life, life and we have boundaries and that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you very much for listening and sending your dreams. I know it can be very personal uh, to kind of like give away uh, your unconscious mm -hmm. content. So true. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Talk soon, Embodied Wellness. Bye.